Left field, number 23, Isaac Pomeran. Doing the pitching and batting second is number 21, Tanner Apgar. Batting third in center field, number three, Jake Franks. The cleanup hitter is also the designated hitter in number 14, Zach Reyes. Playing third base and batting fifth is number 10, Parker Ingram. Batting sixth at second base is number one, Easton Schneider. Batting seventh is the right fielder, number 17, Parker Wolf. Batting eighth and doing the catching is number 18, Jaden Mache. And batting ninth at shortstop is number two, Mark Price. The first baseman is number 16, Connor Ossenfort. The head coach of Papillion La Vista is Nate McCabe. Matt Gay among those that are his assistant coaches as they come up today with that 1-0 record. Now for the Bearcats of Kearney High. Batting first at third base, number five, Caleb Larson. Batting second, the shortstop, one of the few returners from last year as far as varsity action, number one, Carter Lee. In center field and batting third is number four, Quinn Foster. The cleanup hitter at first base, number 29, Nolan Smith. The designated hitter for Kearney bats fifth, that's Bryce Anderson. He wears number 40. Batting sixth, doing the catching is number two, Ty Redinger. In right field, batting seventh, number nine, Griffin Novacek. In left field, batting eighth, number 20, Keegan Brand. And rounding it out at second base, batting ninth, number 11, Garrison Burns. On the mound this afternoon for Kearney will be number 23, Aiden Poppy. The longtime coach of Kearney Legion and the only coach that Kearney High Baseball is known, Brad Archer, assisted by Matt Connett and Josh Redman, coming in with a record of 0-1 on the season. And those are the starting lotus brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank. We'll hear from the head coach of the Carney Bearcats, Brad Archer, about how they turn things around so quickly right after this on ESPN Tri-City. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Bob here from B&B Carpet and Donovan. With all the changes in flooring, it's hard to know what to do. Come in and we'll guide you through the whole flooring process. Our entire B&B family is still here. At B&B, we are known for our knowledge and our friendly service. Please remember us when you're looking for flooring. Our customers say B&B. That's where we always go. Welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. It is the home opener for Carney High Baseball here in 2023 as they get ready to take on Papillion La Vista High on the road yesterday against Papillion La Vista South. And head coach Brad Archer is joining us here. And I guess, Arch, I guess the only thing you can say is it's not quite the way that you wanted the season to start yesterday. No, it wasn't. But, uh, you know, it's like I told the kids after the game, they uh, kind of did to us what we did to them last year. Uh, We've got a young crew, and we're going to have some ups and downs here, but uh, it was still uh, good getting out on the field after uh, three or four weeks of practice here. You've always been, as most coaches want to be, but you've been spectacular at just building a team, whether you were supposed to be a top 10 team in spring or summer. uh, They always seem to get better, so you've got something to get going here. Obviously, you couldn't hit the ball yesterday. Uh, The Metro has some really good pitchers. What did you see on day one uh, from your team? 
Well, like you said, you know, Pavilion South uh, has uh, kind of a veteran crew back this year. They were young last year, and and uh, we, we were overmatched at the plate. There's no question about that. Uh, I think, uh, you know, the game only lasted five innings, and we struck out 12 times out of the 15 outs uh, available there. So we obviously have some work to do. And, and, you know, that's one thing that we talked to the kids before the season started throughout, uh, watching them over the summer and last spring and those type of things, is that we got to do a better job. Of, of putting the ball in play here, uh, we strike out way too much. But uh, uh, you know, they they threw their number one pitcher the first two innings, and, and uh, we're not ready for them yet. Uh, you know, the old saying goes, "A pitching is is ahead of the hitting," and it definitely was uh, yesterday. But uh, the biggest thing is we've got a number of kids, and we've got a number of positions open, and we're going to keep rotating some kids around here for the first uh, five or six games, and and kind of see uh, where they how they perform and kind of where everything fits in, and then we'll go from there. But uh, like you said, uh, it's a work in progress, and we will continue to get better and and, uh, hopefully be playing our best baseball towards the end of the year. Talk with Carney Baseball Coach Brad Archer here as they get ready for Papillion La Vista High after playing Papio South yesterday. Coach, you have so many games, especially now that you have a makeup on uh, Wednesday, tomorrow from last week. You don't have really much time to practice. So how do you address this? What do you tell the kids? Shorten up the swing? Are there some other things that can help them here in the first couple of weeks when you can't get in the cage that much? Well, we're we're still able to you know hit before games and those type of things, but uh, you know we've we've been hitting like I said for for quite a while now. Uh, you know the the biggest thing is we we need some time to get caught up to uh, live pitching here. That's that's the biggest thing. We've been uh, hitting off the coaches and hitting off the machines, et cetera. And and then yesterday you, you run into. Uh, because um, maybe been throwing a little bit harder and have sliders and those type of things. So it'll take a while to catch up to uh, the pitching, but uh, eventually uh, we will get there. We got to get kind of an overview of the team when you spoke with us on the Doug and Daddy show last week. For the folks that missed that, you don't have a lot of kids that came back from high school baseball, more kids that actually played for you on Runza in the summer. Uh, just for those that missed our chat last week, uh, what's the synopsis of the 2023 Bearcat baseball team? Well, uh, as you said, uh, we only have uh, two or three kids that uh, played for us in the spring last year because we were a, a senior dominant team. I think we had 14 seniors last spring. So, uh, and then we had some kids play uh, runs of this summer, obviously, and, and uh, so we're trying to mix uh, those things together. And, and as I mentioned before, we've got we've got a lot of openings. Um, Lucas Wagner, who struggled a little bit yesterday, is, is still going to be one of the better pitchers uh, around the area for sure. Uh, we'll get him going. And, and uh, you know, Carter Lee played for us last year and Nolan Smith played for us last year. Other than that, everybody else is new, whether they played Renza. We've got a couple uh, kids that played uh, post-52 last summer, and, and we're trying to mix those kids in, and, and, and we'll find out uh, where we're at here, you know, after this next week after we play six games. Coach, talk about uh, your plans on the mound today. Uh, we're going to go with Aiden Poppy uh, for probably 60, 70 pitches, and then uh, 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 Arnold will come in and uh, Brody. And we'll, I almost said Neil's dad who played <laughs> a long, long time ago, but Brody will come in. We'll, we're going to try and split these first uh, three games this weekend and probably uh, on Friday a little bit too. But uh, So we're going to try to throw at least two pitchers per game here. So we'll use six of our pitchers here. 
uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and, and uh, so that's kind of the setup for today. You probably got a better chance with Brody on the mound than Neil at this time. Well, I don't know, <laughs> Neil. Had, uh, all the, all those years, I will say this, Neil probably uh, still has the best curveball ever come through our program. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last minute here with Brad Archer, the head coach of Kearney uh, Baseball, uh, trying to bounce back from the loss last, yesterday. What do you know about your opponent? I mean, I know it's more about you guys here this first week or two of the season. You know much about them? Well, not really. Uh, I just kind of looked at some previews and whatnot of you know what uh, the papers had. Uh, actually, Papillion is a team that we've had on the schedule every year, and, and uh, we played them the first year. And unfortunately, we haven't played them since because of snow and rain and those type of things. Uh, their coach texted me the other day, and it seems like we he said it seems like we've been on the schedule for a decade and we haven't played and, and that's certainly true so uh, and they're a team that we don't run into much during the summer so uh, um, you know don't really know a whole lot about them all right coach let's uh, see if we can get the bats going today and uh, field the baseball I know that that was one of the things that you guys kind of struggled with early last year was, was defense and uh, I know you want to clean that up as well today well, I think we actually had four up errors, to be quite honest with you. No, we had about uh, a minimum of four errors there. That that inning where they scored eight runs, I think we had three errors in that inning alone. And, uh, you know, gave up some walks, and then they got a couple of hits, and things kind of snowballed on us and got out of control. But uh, we obviously uh, need to hit better and play better defense, and, and uh, today's a new day, and hopefully uh, it starts today. All right, Coach, thanks for the time. Best of luck in the home opener. All right. Thank you, sir. That's Brad Archer, head coach of your Kearney Bearcats, and we'll be back to Memorial Field here on ESPN Tri-Cities right after this. When experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blake, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Smith at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. The good news is both coaches say this is pretty much the team they want. Papio left a couple of kids back home, but uh, you can do that when you're not going to pitch them or rotate them through. They will have a, 
uh, reserve or junior varsity game that follows the varsity action. And uh, warming up on the mound is Aiden Poppy getting his first start here for Carney High of his high school career. And it'll be interesting to see if Carney can just get off to a better start. Obviously, they don't want to relinquish the lead like they did yesterday and then just to have to play from behind the entire ball game. But our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. So not bad. Getting a little uh, overcast skies here. It is bright, but the sun is not beating down here at Memorial Field in Kearney. Pretty nice day, though, outside. Currently 54 degrees here at Memorial Field. The wind out of the south, about 8 to 12 miles an hour. And you've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrid's pregame show. Contactarian Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. The home opener for Kearney High. Opening pitch is next. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. On the bases, taking care of the umpiring is Brady Harrison, the legend Jim Langan behind the plate, and we are ready to go as Isaac Pamaran, the left-handed hitter, steps in. The first pitch of the season here at Memorial Field will cruise in a little high. Ball one from Aiden Poppy. So it will be Pamaran, Apgar, Franks to start it off. The next pitch is a little up and in, and it's ball two, so... Trying to survive that first inning, throw some strikes, get that ball put in play. Some nerves out there, I'm sure, for Poppy, but he works quickly. And the 2-0 pitch is going to be right down the pipe for strike one. Two balls, one strike on the left fielder, Isaac Pamaran. With Tanner Apgar up next, one of the better players in Apgar, according to Coach McCabe. This one's going to sail high and just got to follow through here. You can already tell, uh, probably getting that yelled to him from the side over here. Uh, with the assistant coaches in Conant and Pocock. Still working quick. The 3-1 pitch is going to be swung on and fouled back off the catcher's gear. And it'll be a full count. So you got to stride through. Sometimes you forget, and that's what was leaving the ball high here for Aiden Poppy. Keegan Brandon left, Quinn Foster in center, Griffin Novacek in right. It's Caleb Larson at third, Garrison Burns at second, Nolan Smith at first, Carter Lee at short, Ty Redinger catching. And the 3-2 pitch on the way and swung on and missed. A little up in the zone, but a strikeout here for Carney High to get things going. Aiden Poppy, after being down at 2-0 in the count, able to come back and get the strikeout on the 3-2 pitch. Not the biggest crowd on hand. Papio bringing the obligatory parents, it looks like. A few Carney folks starting to Settle in here as the pitcher, Tanner Apgar, stands in. He's a righty. Going to try a curveball on the first pitch, and it doesn't. It's ball one. One and oh. Carney High playing straight up. Not overly deep in the outfield yet. And the pitch. Going to be high. Ball two. So for the second straight batter, Poppy falls behind in the count. Two and oh. Quinn Foster, a little speed out there in center. The pitch. And it's going to say outside, ball three. So 3-0 and here to the pitcher, Tanner Apgar. And you can bet that bat's going to be resting on his shoulder 
as Poppy kicks and brings the 3-0 pitch home, and it's going to be outside, a four-pitch walk. So Poppy, who does not bat, won't be able to get the return favor when Apgar is up there pitching. So a one-out walk here at the top of the first, and we go back to the left side with the center fielder, Jake Franks. Again, not a whole lot of stats to talk about here. Looks like we are going to get a courtesy runner over here for Papio. And checking into the ball game, we'll try and catch that number for you real quick. Looks like it'll be number five, Trent Levicki. And the pitch. Swung on and hammered into right center field, but it's starting to drift towards right and going back to make the catch will be Griffin Novacek. Boy, he smacked that ball hard, but it just, from the lefty, kind of curved right back over to Novacek when it left the bat. I thought he was going to have one into right center field for a gapper, but two down now, and the courtesy runner will have to return to first there in Trent Levicki. Levicki, outfielder, but we'll pinch and courtesy run, I guess we should say. And the throw over to first, back easily. One on, two out. We're just underway here at the top of the first. Glad to have you along with us on ESPN Tri-Cities, KXPN, Kearney, Riverdale, Amherst, and NewsChannelNebraska.com. The pitch. Going to be a little high, ball one. So that's where Poppy is missing right now. When he's throwing pitches, they're high. He's had a couple that have been outside, but those were... Not in the dirt either. So he's fallen behind to each of the batters except for Franks who drilled the first pitch out to right. This one going to be hit towards Lee. Backhands it short. Going to take the short way to second and they just get him. Lee kind of thought about it but he's able to get the force out there on Levicki and it ends up being no runs on no hits. There were no errors. One man left on because of the walk and the first half inning of the 2023 Kearney High home portion of the baseball season is in the books. And Papio does not score. Carney High is coming up next here on ESPN Tri-City. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. My son Ben was very healthy when he was born, and then when he was 15 months old, I realized he had autism. I think all my encounters that I had before I met Ben were meant to be so I could be a better parent to Ben. It's definitely made me a better caregiver and a better advocate for all of my patients because I have a better understanding of the whole life and not just the little glimpse you get when they're in the doctor's office. I chose Mary Lanning because it had a great reputation and that's very much like a family when you work here. What I love most about my job is getting to know the different individuals and families and being able to see that I make a positive impact in their lives. I'm Susie Gregg, Psychiatric Nurse Practitioner at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. And high school baseball here on ESPN Tri-Cities, Kearney High. As we said, will play their third straight game tomorrow at Lincoln Southeast, and then they head to Pius for a tournament that's going to be going on Friday and Saturday. 
They'll return home to play Columbus. In fact, we'll have three games for you next week. Columbus on Monday, Grand Island on Wednesday, and Lincoln East on Thursday. So that's what's coming up next week. As we are ready to get the bottom half of the first inning underway, it's Caleb Larson, Carter Lee, and Quinn Foster, the first three batters here for Carney High. Bryce Anderson coming up in the five hole, the only man to register a hit yesterday, as you heard Coach Archer say in our pregame interview. 15 outs in the five-inning game. They struck out 12 times, so they look to put the bat on the ball. And the first pitch, a little behind it, grounded to first, though, and easily played there by Fort. He'll step on the bag. So swinging at the first pitch, being aggressive up there, and sometimes I was going to say you get to the top of the order, maybe lay down some bunts. Coach, Coach Archer loves to drop down bunts when you get that guy on board. And Carter Lee, probably the most experienced of any of the Kearney varsity baseball players, will step in there. He is a left-handed hitter. Against the right-hander, Apgar. And he'll take a fastball over the outside half for called strike one. Again, playing pretty much straight up. The wind's died down even more. The flag's not even moving now out there in right center field. And the 0-1 tries to take a little something off it. It sails outside, 1-1. One, one. one ball, one strike. Here in the bottom of the first, we're just underway. Papio did not score in the top of the first. Third baseman, Parker Ingram, even with the bag, now cheats in a little bit. Fastball, going to catch the upper half of the zone. Strike two. So one ball, two strikes here to Carter Lee. Quinn Foster is on deck here for the Bearcats. Lee doesn't move, stays right in there in the pitch. Going to be in there for called strike three. Caught him with a nice little, I don't want to call it a big curveball, just looked like he threw him a breaking ball that stuck at his knees, and Lee gets caught looking. So two up, two down here for Tanner Apgar, and that'll bring up Quinn Foster. The center fielder for Carney High will stand in there. And Apgar's first pitch to him is going to bounce outside and low. Ball one. So Foster able to get ahead in the count here. Nobody on. Two outs here quickly in the bottom of the first. And the pitch. Fastball grounded towards third but pulled foul. Coach Brad Archer didn't even flinch. He may step back a couple three out of the coach's box over there. Now he looks and says, hey, somebody go get that foul ball. So Kearney High will send one of the youngsters down there to retrieve it. And the pitch. Right down the middle for strike two. Good fastball and Apgar. I guess, you know, you see the scouting report. Even though it was just one game yesterday, he's going to make Kearney swing the bats here. Not any reason to get fancy. See if they can put it in play. And the one-two pitch now to Quinn Foster is going to bounce all the way to the backstop ball two. So he's tried a couple off speeds and looks like they've just basically slipped right out of his hand. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, and nobody on here in the bottom of the first scoreless at Historic Memorial Field. Again, coming set, Apgar really just kind of throws out of the stretch. The 2-2 pitch just misses low and away, and we'll have a full count here to Quinn Foster. 335 to left, 325 to right, 377 with a high center field wall. That wall's pretty high all the way from left center to right center. And the 3-2 pitch. It's a curveball fouled right back over our heads. 
And closer to Mike Kenton's vehicle than mine, hopefully. Out of play. So the first foul ball that's been knocked out of here this year. A couple youngsters getting up here after school was out. We'll try the 3-2 pitch again to Foster. And it's on the way. And he'll swing and miss. Good placement. Fastball down at the knees on the outside corner. And the third strikeout, or the second strikeout, the third out. So it's three up, three down. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on. And a couple of Ks here for Tanner Apgar. After one, no damage on the scoreboard. We're scoreless here on ESPN. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Driving rains, unrelenting heat, ominous green skies. Whatever Mother Nature brings, it's no match for what you'll have thanks to Nutrient Ag Solutions. Offering agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you weather the storm, conquer today, and lead the field. Find your local crop consultant at NutrientAgSolutions.com. B&B Carpet and Donovan is here to fill all your flooring needs. We have a great B&B family that has many years of experience and will take good care of you through the whole buying and installing process to help give you peace of mind and to make you happy with your entire flooring purchase. Come into B&B and let us help you with your flooring needs. Doug Duda back with you here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Memorial Field. Thanks again to Ryan Hogue, Carmen Grant, Sue Higgins, all the folks up here that take care of uh, getting us ready to roll and bringing you high school baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. We go to the top of the second. We're scoreless, and Aiden Poppy brings the first pitch home. That's skied up in the infield for the uh, fourth-place hitter, in Parker Ingram, number five, I should say, and Carter Lee will go back into short left field and haul it in. So Ingram takes a hack at the first pitch and hits a high pop-up to the shortstop, and that'll bring up the second baseman, Easton Schneider, followed by the right fielder in Parker Wolf. Underway here on ESPN with the 2023 season. And the pitch going to be over the outside corner called strike one. So a better start here to the second inning for Poppy. Again, get in the game, get through that first inning. He fell behind basically to everybody but didn't give up a hit. And the next pitch is high, one and one. One ball, one strike to Easton Schneider. Again, coming up at the bottom of the hour on 92.7 FM, 1550 AM in Hastings, the Tigers will take on Grand Island, 4.30 first pitch. Uh, Trying a big over-the-top curveball that didn't. And it stays high, ball two, two and one. Parker Wolf is on deck, waiting to fire it away here, hoping he's got a teammate on base. Fastball in there for strike number two, kind of standing on the plate a little bit is Schneider, so even though that was inside to him, it was over the inner quarter of the plate. It's two balls and two strikes. Looking for his second strikeout in as many innings. 
Poppy, the wind of the pitch, fouled straight back. Again, a good mixture of righty and lefties. Schneider, the third lefty, to come to the plate here. Just a sophomore. Got a couple of kids like uh, Brett Holscher, who uh, is not in the lineup because he is one of their starting pitchers. And a changeup swung on and missed. The catcher, Schneider, has to pick it up and tag him out, and he does. But strikeout number two and two up, two down here. And that'll take us to the right fielder, Parker Wolf. But uh, Brett Holscher has given a commitment to Nebraska baseball. He's just a sophomore and uh, could be one of the main man on the mound here. His dad, Clint, a teacher in the uh, system at Papio. Knew him a long time ago. And here's an off speed that is actually low. Ball one to Parker Wolf. As we said, most of the misses here for Poppy Early have been high. Here's a fastball that's in there for strike one. One ball, one strike. Quickly two up, two down here in the top of the second. Much different than yesterday when Papio South put up an eight spot due to the couple of walks and some errors. And the pitch. Setting up outside Renninger. He hits the mitt right where he put it, but it wasn't in the strike zone, so it's going to be ball two. Two balls, one strike. Jaden Mache is on deck. And the pitch. Fastball way out, ball three. So trying to avoid the two-out walk here is Aiden Poppy. Lee and Burns playing at the very back edge of the dirt. And this pitch just misses high, ball four. So the second base runner, both on walks today here for the Monarchs. That'll bring up the number eight hitter, catcher, Jayton Mache. So let's see what Mache does here. Nice little lead over there at first from Wolf. See if they try to put something in motion here for Coach McCabe with two outs. It's swung on and fouled back into the net. Strike one. Leadoff man in Isaac Pemeran, the only man to strike out so far in the first time through the rotation here for the Monarchs. Scoreless, top of the second. Nobody's made it to second yet. Carney went three up, three down in the first. And the pitch. There's a beauty that's just off the outside corner. Ball one. So starting to get a little bit better on his placement. That's where they wanted the pitch. They would have hoped to just catch a little bit of the black, but just off. One ball, one strike. Runner at first, two outs here. Top of the second, the pitch from Poppy hit him. Again, tried that curveball. We talked about it earlier. It looked almost like a glig. And it just didn't do anything. And hits Mache. So after getting the first two runners out, a walk and a hit by pitch, and that'll bring up the number nine hitter, Mark Price. He is the shortstop defensively. Price will stand in there with an opportunity to give Papillion the lead here. Junior, not the biggest kid when you look at him out there, and now we're going to have a trip to the mound. Just make sure they got their signals right. Probably not a whole lot going on here with the base runners for Papillion La Vista. Pamaran would be on deck if Price can keep the inning going. Scoreless for the moment here in the top of the second, but the Monarchs trying to get something going here with two outs. And the pitch from Poppy is skied into short center field. Quinn Foster drifting over towards left. He's under it. He's got the easy play. 
And that will be the end of the top of the second. No runs, no hits, no errors. Two men left on with the walk and the hit by pitch. And we go to the bottom of the second here from Memorial Field. Carney and Papillion La Vista scoreless on ESPN. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Carney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professional move and improve the earth for you. Does your business need help financing new construction equipment, trucks, or trailers? Or do you need financing for a new motorhome, fifth wheel, or ATV? Currency is here to help. Just fill out an application and Currency Finance will find a lender offering the best rates and terms. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, currency pursuant to CFL license 60DB0-54873. When experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing at Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Smith at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. And we go to the bottom of the second. Heart of the order here for Carney. Four, five, six after going down an order in the first. That'll bring up the first baseman, Nolan Smith. And the first pitch to him is going to be hit foul down the right field line, a little behind that fastball from Tanner Apgar. Apgar struck out two and got a ground out to first in the top of the first inning. And Carney... We'll have Nolan Smith, Bryce Anderson, Ty Renninger as the first three men up here in the bottom of the second of a scoreless ball game at Memorial Field. And the pitch swung on and over the top of that one, strike two. Apgar working from the third base side of the rubber. Infielders now with two strikes, at least at the corners, will back up, especially Ingram over there at third. And the 0-2 pitch down to the cleanup hitter, Nolan Smith. It's going to be way outside, ball one. That was a bait pitch, no doubt about it. Don't forget the Royals select games, especially after the NCAA tournament here on ESPN again this year. And the pitch, swung on and missed, strike three. So Smith goes down on strikes, the third strikeout here. So unfortunately, the beat goes on. Twelve strikeouts yesterday, three of the first four today. Good opening day for the Royals next Thursday, the 30th. But we've got a lot of basketball and Legion baseball between now and April 3rd, which is the men's national championship game. We'll have the NIT semifinals and final, the women's final four and championship. Bryce Anderson, the designated hitter, a big left-hander, will take one right over the outside half for strike one. He had the only hit yesterday for Carney High in that five-inning loss to Papio South. The right fielder. Parker Wolf will back up a little bit. And the pitch. Swung on and fouled down the third baseline into the net. Strike two. So Carney's bats have been a little bit behind, even when they're making contact. 
And Apgar working quickly and throwing strikes here. Carney trying to turn him the other way. The 0-2 pitch. Swung on and chopped towards second. Schneider picks it up easily and throws over to first for a routine play. And Anderson at least put one in play but hit it right at the second baseman, Easton Schneider. Five up, five down to start the game, and that'll bring up the Carney catcher in Ty Renninger. As you heard so many seniors last year, even for some of the Kearney Bearcats that are seniors, they just didn't see a lot last year in the high school portion of the season. And the first pitch to you at Redinger. On the way, and it is going to be just a little low for ball one. Parker Ingram is at third. Easton Schneider at second. Connor Ford is at first. Mark Price, the shortstop. Catcher is Jaden Mache. Mache will wait for it and swing it a miss. Strike one. In the outfield, Isaac Pamaran in left. Jake Franks in center. Parker Wolf over in right. And they haven't had to do anything yet in the outfield. Tarney has not been able to put the ball out there or even a fly out that way yet. And the 1-1 pitch to Redinger. Swung on a miss. Strike two. One ball, two strikes, and one pitch away from two perfect innings here for Tanner Apgar. Let's see if he throws another junk when he's up here in the count. One-two pitch. Nope. Fastball, but it just missed low. Ball two, two balls, two strikes. Borderline just enough to get some oohs and ahs out of the crowd. Two balls, two strikes. Nobody on, two outs here in a scoreless bottom of the second. The pitch swung on and missed. Strike three and two more strikeouts here for Tanner Apgar. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. And after two complete, it's Carney and Papillion La Vista scoreless. You're listening to High School Baseball on ESPN. Now powering the Nebraska trenches, tender, juicy, and delicious certified Piedmontese beef. Raised throughout central and western Nebraska, healthy Italian heritage Piedmontese beef is known for being the taste of real beef. Whether you're barbecuing for friends and family or gifting across the country, certified Piedmontese beef will delight and impress for any occasion. Shop local. Shop Nebraska. Shop online at cpbeef.com. Be powered by Piedmontese. Certified Piedmontese Beef, real Nebraska beef. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the Better Bank. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle.
Doug Duda back with you here at Memorial Field in Kearney. Glad to have you along with us as we go to the top of the third inning in a scoreless ball game. And it's back to the top of the order here for Papillion La Vista. Looking to start the season 2-0. It's Isaac Pemeran, Tanner Epgar, and Jake Franks. And the pitch from Poppy is going to be over the outside corner called strike. Pamaran, the only strikeout victim so far in the ball game for Poppy. The lefty stands in there and waves the bat again. And Poppy with the pitch. Going to sail a little high. Ball one. One ball, one strike. No hits for either team in the first two innings. Pepe La Vista does have three base runners, two walks, and a hit batsman. This one's going to be skied again while they're popping that ball up high into right field. Everybody's converging. Novacek's going to take charge, and he'll make the catch. Quinn Foster had been there, the second baseman, and Garrison Burns had backed him up a little bit. But a high fly out. That's the second put out of the ball game for Griffin Novacek. And that'll bring up the pitcher, Tanner Apgar. He walked on four straight pitches to start the baseball game. And the first pitch here, he's going to swing and just catch it off the end of the bat. Strike one. More crowds starting to roll in here to watch some baseball, eat some popcorn, enjoy a pretty decent day as the fastball sails high. Ball two. Excuse me, ball one, one and one after the foul. One ball, one strike. And Poppy keeps it rolling. A little curveball that bounced in front of the plate. Ball two. Redinger not letting it go anywhere. Two balls, one strike to Tanner Apgar. Jake Franks is on deck. Still looking for that first hit of the baseball game for either team. And Aiden Poppy from the middle of that pitching rubber slides towards first and lets it go. A little check. It's going to be up and in. So it is ball three. Three and one. As Poppy's issued a walk in the first two innings. And here in the third, he's going to fire a strike. Looked like he was taken all the way. So Apgar has worked the count full here against Aiden Poppy with nobody on and one out. And the payoff pitch here from Aiden Poppy is going to be high. Ball four. So Apgar walks for the second time. They courtesy ran for him last time, and they're going to courtesy run for him again. Levicki was out there the first time, and that's who it's going to be again. So Levicki comes in, Trent Levicki to courtesy run over at first, and that'll bring up Jake Franks. He had the hardest hit ball of the game so far, one that just kind of tailed from right center right over to the right fielder, Novacek, who tracked it down. Throw over to first, bounces off the runner, gets away, not that far, but it's enough for Levicki to advance over to second base. So for the second time in the last two innings, runners in scoring position, and unfortunately that goes down as a hard luck error on the pitcher. Just uh, hit the base runner trying to get back in there. And Frank's now waiting. The pitch. Going to be a little high, ball one. 1-0. Runner at second, one out. 
Again, there's been nothing spectacular as far as anybody trying to bump the ball or steal the base or shift on anybody. As the pitch is high, ball two. Frank's also a left-hander in there. Jake Franks, one of the seniors that gets the start here today. And the 2-0, outside, ball three. So just when it looked like things were settling down for Aiden Poppy, he's a pitch away from walking back-to-back batters. Ball got away and had to track it down to get it back over to Poppy. Now he's set and ready to fire. The 3-0 pitch. Down the middle for strike one. Take it all the way. And he'll want to do that again. The cleanup hitter, Zach Reyes, is on deck. Frank's looking for one that he can drive after a 3-1. And it's going to sail outside, ball four. Not hitting and giving up walks. Not the recipe that either team is looking for here. And so now we got runs at first and second with one out. Zach Reyes, who grounded into a fielder's choice, hit it to Carter Lee at short. He was able to force uh, Levicki out at second to end the first inning. Aiden Poppy stepping off, looking back at second. Not much of a lead over there from Levicki. Now he comes set. And the pitch. Going to be a strike. Right across the letters for Zach Reyes. Parker Ingram is on deck in a scoreless ball game here in the top of the third. Again, still no hits for either team. A hit here would break that scoreless tie if it gets to the outfield. Ball bounces in front of the catcher, Redinger, but he's able to scoop it up and keep the runners where they are. One ball, one strike, one out. Here in the top of the third, runners at first and second for the designated hitter, Zach Reyes. And a 1-1 pitch from Poppy on the way, and it's fastball that caught the outside corner for strike two. Boy, if you can throw that pitch the rest of the day, you're going to be living large. One ball, two strikes. Papio surely doesn't want to strike out. Just anything to put it in play most likely would at least move the runners. And the 1-2 from Poppy up and in. Got to be careful there. He's already hit one batter. That one sailed up and under the chin of Reyes. So now two balls, two strikes, two on. Scoreless here in the third inning. And the pitch going to be fouled out over the Papio dugout. Actually stays here in the ballpark. An easy grab for a Carney fan. Two balls, two strikes. We'll do it again. See if Poppy can keep it rolling. And the pitch. Swung on and poked into right center field. There's the first base hit of the baseball game. He didn't overswing. Just popped it out there. Bounces away from Foster. That's going to allow maybe the second run to score. They're late getting the relay home. And that will be a two-RBI double into the right center field gap. We're going to be kind and can't assume that that little 
mini bobble cost him, but I think it probably did. And the first base hit of the ball game will give Papio the 2 to nothing lead. And still just one out here. Reyes was running the whole way, so even the throw home didn't matter. He was in there with a the double. Parker Ingram, he hit a towering pop-up that just drifted into short left field that Carter Lee caught. Curveball over the bat. And we may not be far from a trip to the mound here for Carney High. Ingram starting to fight the strike zone again. 2-0 Papillion La Vista. Don't forget, for our friends at Omaha, we're online, newschannelnebraska.com. Ooh, check swing, rode up in on him. And Ingram called for the strike as he went around. One ball, one strike. Reyes standing at second. After the two RBI double. Poppy out of the stretch. Inside. Ball two. Two and one to Ingram. Easton Schneider is on deck. Trying to turn it into a big inning now for Papillion La Vista. And Poppy comes set again. Checks the runner. Twice. Now brings it home. Swung out and missed. Good pitch there from Poppy. And that'll even to count at two and two. Doug Duda with you on ESPN Tri-Cities. Our high school baseball brought to you by Florang Chiropractic and Wellness, the Tri-Cities only board-certified sports chiropractor located in Kearney, florangchiropractic.com. And the 2-2 pitch from Poppy tries that curveball again, and he's going to have to get away from it because it hasn't been close. It's been up to the right-handed batter every time, and we got a full count. Three and two. Reyes down there at second base. Poppy's already walked two in the inning that have come home to score. Nobody's warming up, so if they have to go, there'll be somebody that's already on the uh, field. And the fastball outside, ball four. The third walk of the inning here. Runners at first and second. Still one out here in the top of the third, two to nothing. Second baseman Easton Schneider. He went down on strikes in the second inning. Another lefty. This might be where you kind of wait to see if they might drop a bunt. And the pitch. There it is. But well placed. That's going to be a base hit. Off the mound towards third was Aiden Poppy, but it didn't matter. He wasn't going to have a play. Reyes had already been breaking from second. That's a bunt single. The second hit of the ball game here. And the bases are now loaded for the right fielder, Parker Wolf. He drew a two-out walk in the second inning. Got left at second base when Price flew out to center. Still not a trip to the mound, so early in the season, going to see what Poppy can do for him. They're counting on Aiden being one of their top pitchers. Wegner went yesterday. Fastball out, ball one. Matt Connett flashed it in the signal to his catcher, Ty Redinger, for the pitch. The 1-0. Fastball high. Ball two. Jaden McShay is on deck. 
Nowhere to put him and down on the count after getting Pamaran to fly out to start the inning, and there's a swing and a miss. Strike one, two and one to Parker Wolf. Aiden Poppy with the bases loaded and one out. Already two runs across for Papillion here in the third. The pitch, fastball, swung on and missed. Almost the exact same place as the last pitch, so got to like that. Let's see if he can keep bringing it. Not overthrow it, let it sail high on him. Two balls, two strikes. Bases full of Monarchs here at Memorial Field. 2-0, quickly working. The pitch swung on and popped into short center field. Foster coming in, coming in, coming in, coming in, and can't handle it. It bounces off his glove. They try to force him out at second. Can't do it, and everybody's safe. That was a long, long run. For Quinn Foster, base hit, RBI. He laid out for it, thought he might catch it underhand. I don't know if the ground jarred it away or if it just hit him in the palm of the glove there. And in third hit, including a bunt single. So an RBI will make it 3 to nothing, and Jaden McShay will step in there. The bases remain loaded. He was plunked the last time he was in there. Here he'll foul it off the plate. Strike one. The eighth man to come to the inning here in the third. We had cruised through the first two. Then Ryan Hogue showed up with his daughter celebrating her sixth birthday today. The pitch. Going to be just outside. Ball one, one and one. Carney could really use a good ground ball right at somebody here. Playing in at the corners. And the pitch high. Ball two. Mark Price on deck. Ingram at third. Schneider at second. Wolf at first. Lachey is at the plate. The Papillion catcher already three across. And the pitch. Swung on and fouled off the end of the bat. Strike two. So he's getting two strikes on most of the guys. Just hasn't been able to put them away. Struck out the first batter of the game. Got Schneider in the second. And could really use his third K right here. And the pitch. Just up. And it's full again. No place to put him for Aiden Poppy. And we do have some action down in the Carney bullpen for the first time. Three balls, two strikes, one out in the bases. Juice Poppy's pitch is going to be low and away, ball four. So, Mache gives him the walk. That's an RBI. Ingram will trot in to make it four to nothing. Papillion La Vista, and here comes the slow walk to the mound. And I think we're going to see the change. Brad Archer has him running in from the bullpen, and we will have a pitching change coming up. With four across here, with just three hits, some walks really hurting Carney, and that'll do it for Aiden Poppy. We'll tell you about the new pitcher when we return. It's four nothing, top of the third. The base is still loaded for Papillion on ESPN. Pitching change is brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. 
Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Mary Lanning's been a very successful hospital in the area, a long-standing service to the community for over 100 years now. One of the important things that set Mary Lanning apart is its focus on safety and service to the community. My family grew up in this area. My parents both went to Hastings High School and my grandparents lived in the town. So I think it's, it's part of the culture here in the Midwest. So I think it just is carrying over from the culture in this area to being practiced through the hospital. I liked the idea of coming to a smaller community and providing the service that a neurosurgeon can provide. It means that the patients have the confidence that they can get high-level treatment at their local hospital. My name is Dr. Scott Bell. I'm a neurosurgeon at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. All right, senior Brody Arnold will take the mound here for Carney High, and he will inherit a bases-loaded one-out jam with four runs already across here in the top of the third. Aiden Poppy going two and a third innings. He had two strikeouts, but he walked six men and hit another for those walks here in this inning. And that will bring up the number nine hitter, Mark Price. Flew out to center the first time. First pitch, fastball, out. Ball one. So things had been cruising along. Nobody did any threatening in the first two innings, and now Papio with some help getting the job done here in the third so far. Arnold's 1-0 pitch. Swung on an off-speed pitch. Stayed in front of the plate, and it's strike one. I think Price maybe got fooled by the big arm motion. It looked like Coming out of that stretch, he was going to be firing heat, but did not. One ball, one strike. Arnold, tall, lanky senior, brings home the pitch, and it's outside. Ball two. Two balls, one strike. Got to be careful here. You're throwing to the number nine hitter. There's a reason he's in that slot. That's why I batted ninth when there were only eight guys playing. Price hoping to get one he can uh, take a whack at. The 2-1 is high. Ball three. Three balls, one strike. Schneider at third. Wolf at second. Shea at first. Already a four spot across. And the 3-1 pitch to Price. Swung on and hit it to pretty deep left field. Backing up, backing up. Brand makes the catch. And it'll be a sacrifice fly that allows Schneider to come home from a third, but that's way better than a walk, and there are two outs here as Price flies out to left field for the RBI. 
And the other runners will stay play, stay in place. Wolf at second and Mache at first. And we go back to the top of the order here for Isaac Pamaran. He towered one into very short right field to start this inning. Struck out in the first. And Arnold trying to get out of here with just that one run given up. Fastball, up and away, ball one. Carney high, six up, six down for them offensively. They'll have number seven, eight, and nine when we get to the bottom half of the inning. The pitch from Arnold swung on and drilled into left center field. And that's going to be down for a base hit. Coming over to pick up the play is going to be Quinn Foster. He fires it right back into the infield. And it's going to be another RBI. This time, Pamaran getting the hit and hustling all the way over to second. Coming in, Parker Wolf. Mache will get over to third. Six to nothing, Papillion. So yesterday it was an eight-run second for Papio South. So far a six-run third for Papillion La Vista High. And Tanner Apgar, the pitcher, has walked both times. The pitch, off speed, in there for strike one. 0-1-1. Arnold checks the runner at third, and the right-hander deals it low and away. Ball one, one ball, one strike, two outs. With runners at second and third. Here in the top of the third, six to nothing, Papillion La Vista. And the 1 1 pitch on the way from Arnold bounces, but again, so far, Redinger has done a great job of keeping everything in front of him. It's 2 and 1. Jake Franks would be next. And Apgar, when he gets out to the mound, has been doing nothing but dealing strikes. He has struck out four Carney batters out of the first six, and the pitch to him. There's a nice one in there for strike number two. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, two on. A whole bunch of deuces up there on the board. Now we just need that third K or that third out. And the 2-2 from Arnold. Off speed, going to be poked into center right at Foster, and he'll slide over a few steps and make the catch as Apgar flies out to center. But the big-time damage done, 11 men come to the plate here. Six runs. They're able to uh, get four hits, I believe. Let's one, two doubles. Had the bunt single. Yep, four hits. There have been no errors for Carney, and two men left on. We go to the bottom of the third inning. It's Papillion La Vista six. And Carney nothing here on ESPN Tri-City. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. 
Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Don't forget Nebraska and Creighton baseball coming up. Pre-game at 5.30. First pitch just after 6 on KHAS. Tonight, it'll also be televised by Nebraska Public Media. Nebraska women's basketball in the WNIT will head down to Kansas Thursday night at 6.30. Also have that for you on KHAS. We will have the Sweet 16 beginning at 5.30 Thursday and Friday here on ESPN Radio. So, Brody Arnold came in and gave up a run, but did put the fire out. Gave up a couple of runs, I guess we should say, but he inherited the bases loaded. Did not get a strikeout or a walk, but got Carney to the bottom of the third, where it will be Griffin Novacek, Keegan Brand, and Garrison Burns. And the first pitch is going to be a strike fastball down the middle to the right fielder, Novacek, who's had a couple of balls hit his way. Tanner Apgar, four strikeouts. Carney has not hit the ball out of the infield yet. Novacek, the left-hander, chops it towards second. It's going to be a tough play coming in, charging. Got a pretty good bounce, though, and Schneider able to throw him out. Seven up, seven down here for Carney High. On a little 4-3 putout for Papillion La Vista. That'll bring up Keegan Brand. He is the left fielder. Got one whacked out to him last half inning. He is a left-hander wearing number 20. And the third baseman, Parker Ingram, will come in even with the bag. Playing deep at first. The pitch swung on and poked into left field. There's the first hit of the ball game. And the second hit of the season for Carney. Just a nice little slap into left field. The opposite field for Keegan Brand. And Carney has their first runner aboard. And that'll bring up Garrison Burns. He is the second baseman. And this is one of those at this point when you're down 6 to nothing. And early in the season, I'm sure Coach Archer going to let him swing away here. If it was a closer ball game, then you start bunting and moving guys along. So Burns stands in there and waits for the first pitch from Apgar out of the stretch. Oh, he does bunt it and pops it straight up in the air, but it's back to the screen for strike one. And again, just trying to see what they'll do defensively out there for Papillion La Vista. Again, we said Apgar... Uh, technically, this would be the first time he's thrown out of the stretch with a runner on, but basically his windup isn't much. I mean, he's technically thrown out of the stretch all the time. Again, from that third base side of the rubber, he'll bring it home. Swung on and hit back up the middle, but it might be two. To the shortstop, over to second, throws it low, but it bounces right up to first base. Price to Schneider to Ossenfort. And it's still nine up, nine down here for Carney, but they do get their first hit. No runs, one hit, no errors, and nobody left on base. And after three, it's Papillion La Vista six and Carney High nothing. You're listening to Bearcat Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities and News Channel Nebraska. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Carney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal with two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. 
In this business, the time that counts is right now. And through it all, Nutrien Ag Solutions delivers agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you lead the field. Put time on your side. Find your local crop consultant at NutrienAgSolutions.com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. All right, we go to the top of the fourth inning. And Brody Arnold on in relief for the Bearcats. Hoping to turn things over quickly here in the top of the fourth inning, something that maybe more resembled what they were able to do in the first two innings. But Aiden Poppy, trouble finding the strike zone, chased in the last half inning. Papio put up all of their runs in the third. They lead it by a score of six to nothing. And Jake Franks, the lefty, will stand in there, batting third and center field. He's flown out to right. And he has walked and scored. And a left-handed batter takes the first pitch for strike one, takes the second pitch, low and away for ball one. 55 degrees right now in Kearney. Wind shifting just a little bit out of the south, about six to eight mile an hour. The pitch, that one bounced off the plate. Ball two, two and one. Jake Franks, Zach Reyes, Parker Ingram are the first three up here. In the top of the fourth, scheduled for seven. Yesterday, because of the run rule, we only made it five innings down at the Metro at Papio South. The pitch. Fastball low, ball three. And you hate to see anybody kind of start the season this way because you can really tense up in a hurry when things aren't going your way. Not hitting the ball, having trouble finding the strike zone. The pitch swung on and chopped towards first one big hop. Right into the glove there of Nolan Smith. That'll take him himself. And the first man retired here. In all three innings, excuse me, all four innings, the first man has been retired for Papillion La Vista. And that'll bring up the designated hitter, Zach Reyes. Grounded into a fielder's choice to end the first. And then doubled in two in the third with the first hit of the baseball game. Into right center field. Off speed here. Going to be popped up towards the dugout but get out of play. Over by the Papio gear. Strike one. And Arnold gets fresh baseball. And ready to go here. The pitch. Swung on a slow roller towards short. Carter Lee's got it. And throws it over to first for out number two. So two up, two down here in the fourth, and that'll bring up the third baseman, Parker Ingram. He flew out to a shallow left field in the second and then walked and scored in the third. Carney trying to get out of here with their first three up, three down inning. And the pitch, good off speed that drops in there for strike one. 0-1. Oh 
for Brody Arnold. Top of the fourth. Six runs, four hits for Papio. Fastball outside, strike two. Caught the corner. And this would be a much-needed boost in the arm here for the Bearcats if Brody Arnold could get the punch out here and get back in that dugout in about two minutes and 30 seconds worth of time. The 0-2. Swung on and miss. Strike three. Nice job by Arnold. Gets his first strikeout. Of the baseball game, no runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on. And for the first time tonight, no walks in the inning. We go to the bottom of the fourth. It's Papillion La Vista 6 and Carney nothing. This is Bearcat Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. KXPN Carney, Pleasanton. Overton and the World Wide Web at NewsChannelNebraska.com. When experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing at Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blake. Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Klingensmith at Carney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Doug Duda welcoming you back to beautiful and historic Memorial Field. Don't forget, our ESPN Tri-Cities Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet in Donovan. Log on to ESPNSuperstation.com and nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner listed each month. Brought to you by B&B Carpet at ESPNSuperstation.com. And for Carney, it's back to the top of the order. Caleb Larson, Carter Lee, Quinn Foster. And the first pitch bounces in to Larson, who hit the first pitch he saw in the first inning to the first baseman in Ossenfort. Our reigning Athletes of the Month, Nicholas Keene, Kennesaw, Torrey Sklenar from Ravenna. Congratulations to both of those athletes. Fastball swung on and missed. Strike one to Larson. Carney getting their first hit of the ball game on a one-out single to left for Keegan Brand in the third inning. But right after that, Burns grounded into a 6-4-3 double play. And the pitch. Going to be a fastball a little up. Ball two. Two and one to Larson. Carter Lee on deck. Again, Jim Langan behind the plate. Brady Harrison on the bases. Here for the home opener for the Bearcats in 2023. The fastball low and away. Ball three. And so for the first time in the ball game, Tanner Apgar is in danger of walking a man. Foster took him to a full count in the first inning. That's the only other time we've had a three-ball count. Three and one on the way. Swung on and fouled down the right field line and drifting into the lone tree over there just past the stands. And it is full. Wind starting to pick up a little bit out of the south, which here at Memorial Field means cross from right to left. 
And the 3-2 pitch to Caleb Larson. Swung on and grounded into the hole between short and third. Nice play by short. The throw to first. He's safe on an infield hit. Now they're going to turn and try to get to second as the ball heads into the dirt area or the bullpen area here at Kearney. That'll be a base hit and then advancing over to second on the throwing air. Mark Price went deep into the hole over there. Would not have got him on a perfect throw because the ball actually bounced about the time that Caleb Larson hit the bag. But he does advance to second. Nice hustle by Caleb Larson, and that'll bring up the shortstop, Carter Lee. Called out on strikes in the first inning. So Carney has their first base runner in scoring position here in the game with nobody out in the bottom of the fourth. A baseball got away, but they didn't get time called in time, and it's going to be ball one, and doesn't matter. It's just right out in front of the Papio dugout. They're warming up, might be going to a backup pitcher, a relief pitcher, and only because it's so early in the season, and Apgar's been doing his job. 1-0 to Carter Lee. The lefty slaps it right off the first base bag and into right field. That's going to give Carney their first run of the ball game. Lee's going to turn on the speed, and he's going to hustle into second with a double. That's a hard luck play for Papio. It was right on the first base bag, and Connor Ossenford almost got it off the deflection, but it was just high enough that it went over his glove. And Carney High will have their first run of the season after being shut out yesterday. Six to one, plenty of time left in this baseball game, and second time through the order. First two men reach for Carney, and that'll bring up Quinn Foster. Struck out on a three-two pitch to end the first. And set again. Apgar fires it home, and it's going to be outside ball one. As we told you last inning after the hit, Apgar hasn't had to worry about base runners much in this ball game. And the 1-0 pitch. Waiting for it, Foster. Swung on and missed, strike one. One ball, one strike. Nolan Smith is on deck. Then it'll be Bryce Anderson. As Carney tries to get a big inning to get back in this baseball game, Papio with all their runs in the third. Six runs, four hits. They utilized four walks in that inning as well. The 1-1 pitch to Foster. Waiting, and here it comes. That'll be low and away. Ball two. Two and one to Foster. Carney has a makeup game tomorrow at Lincoln Southeast. Then they go to Pius this weekend, back home Monday here on ESPN against Columbus. The 2 1 pitch. Fastball popped back out of play and out into the parking lot. Off to our right. Two balls, two strikes. But the key here, and you heard Brad Archer talking about it, timing up live pitching. You can have all that so called live in the cage and batting practice, but now you finally see some. Let's see if they're starting to square it up. 2-2 pitch now to Quinn Foster is on the way. And the off-speeder, he chased it. It's dropped. He'll have to throw to first, but no problem there for the catcher and Mache. And for the second time, Foster goes down on strikes. That'll be the first out here at the bottom of the fourth. Carter Lee is at second after driving in Caleb Larson. And that'll bring up Nolan Smith. Strike out to start the second inning. Five strikeouts now in the game for Tanner Apgar, the Monarch pitcher. 
Smith hitting in the cleanup roll here for the Bearcats. The righty stands in there, and the pitch taken all the way, and it'll be low ball one. In playing straight up, trying to pinch there at second base with Lee, getting a lead. Doesn't need a big lead. He's got speed to score on anything to the outfield, and another one that gets away here from Apgar, and it's two balls and no strikes. So probably just enough to make Coach McCabe over here think about what he wants to do. Apgar hasn't had any control issues, but now they're catching up to him, and he's been behind in the count to two of the three batters here in the inning. There's a fastball right at the knees called strike one. Two balls, one strike. Again, if you're looking to catch some baseball on a pretty nice afternoon, come on up to Memorial Field. This game still has plenty to go, and then they will play the junior varsity or reserve contest. Two balls, one strike on the way. It's going to be high. Ball three to Nolan Smith. Larson, an infield single. Lee ripped it off the first base bag, so... Two at least well-placed balls here, if not hammered by Carney. 3-1 pitch now on the way from Apgar. is going to be hit into the third baseman's glove and over his glove. Kind of olayed that one. He never touched it, though, so I guess we'll give him a base hit on that. If it would have deflected off of his glove... I think sometimes you just go, hey, I haven't had anything put my way, and you kind of fall asleep. So we'll give him a base hit, Nolan Smith. We'll get to first, third, Carter Lee. We will have a trip to the mound, and that's going to be it. A good pitching performance from Tanner Apgar, but with plenty of guys and early on in the season, they're going to go ahead and go to the bullpen and go get Brett Holscher. Here's the kid that's just a sophomore but is already – Committed to Nebraska, made that decision here recently. So we've got a pitching change brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. We're in the bottom of the fourth. It's Papillion La Vista 6, Carney 1, but the Bearcats have runners on the corners with only one out. And we'll be right back on ESPN Tri-City. Does your business need help financing new construction equipment, trucks, or trailers? Or do you need financing for a new motorhome, fifth wheel, or ATV? Currency is here to help. Just fill out an application and Currency Finance will find a lender offering the best rates and terms. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, Currency Pursuant to CFL License 60DB0-54873. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. And welcome back to Memorial Field. Going to go get the left-hander, Holscher, who is going to go to Nebraska. We talked about that off-air in the pregame with the head coach of Papillion La Vista, Nate McCabe. So he's going to come on in relief. Try and shut this down in a hurry. 
Carney already has sent four men to the plate. Apgar ends up going three and one-thirds inning. He was cruising along and then had a little bit of bad luck here in the fourth inning. I mean, if Carter Lee's shot down the line doesn't hit the bag and Austin Fort can make an easy play, you've got two outs and maybe already out of this mess. But got to have a little break, and Carney High definitely after the first eight-and-a-half innings or eight-and-a-third innings of the season could use a break. And I think Jimmy Langan has given Mr. Holscher plenty of warm-up pitches here and finally sends everybody back to where they're supposed to be. And we're ready to go. So stepping up to the plate is going to be the designated hitter, Bryce Anderson. Again, he had the only hit yesterday for Carney High, and he's hoping to put a jolt into one here. He grounded out to second, his first at bat in the second inning in the five hole. He is the Number five hitter in the left-hander, just a designated hitter today. But probably the biggest guy on the varsity team. And he'll take a fastball outside from the lefty. So lefty versus lefty matchup here. And it's ball one. Ty Redinger will be next. Again, you've got Lee at third, Smith at first. One out here in the bottom half of the fourth, the pitch. Fastball that he'll take in there for strike one. Now Holser definitely... Just by watching here, nothing wrong with Tanner Apgar, but he can reach back and get a few more RPMs or MPHs on that fastball. And the 1-1. He just rips one low, ball two. Good block there by the catcher and Jaden Mache. Two balls, one strike. And you'll see that from time to time in the high school game. Really good pitcher, might be trying to bring too much. And his first chance to get after it this year. The pitch. He's going to take it for strike two. That was well placed over the outer third of the plate. So two balls, two strikes. Two on and one out here to Bryce Anderson. 6-1. Carney High trailing Papillion La Vista. Trying to turn it into a big inning. The pitch to Anderson. Swung on and missed. Strike three. And that will bring up Ty Redinger. He also went down on strikes. For Tanner Apgar, three and a third innings. It's not over until this gets wiped out here in the inning, but uh, he struck out five batters and only walked, didn't even walk anybody, no walks in the game. And this one bounces off home plate, wild pitch in Carney High. He's going to get their second run as Lee scampers home on the fastball in the dirt. Nolan Smith trucks down to second. So a runner in now, another runner in scoring position. Chop this baby in half here in this inning. Get it to 6-3. You're right back at a baseball game. Papio had all six in the third. Carney High trying to cut it in half right here. Let's see if he can get the job done. The lefty Holscher. The 1-0 pitch to Ty Redinger. Going to be a fastball in her half, strike one. Redinger was getting out of there because he thought it was really going to come in after him and instead stayed over the inner third. Griffin Novacek due up next. Right now, the Redinger would just like to get this run driven in. Smith is at second. Short lead, the pitch. Swung on and skied in the air in the infield. 
First baseman, Austin Fort coming over. Colin Ford and dropped it. And a run coming home. Running all the way, Nolan Smith. Then it gets away, and that'll allow the runner, Ty Redinger, to get to second. And that's that dangerous. The wind not all that great. The sun not all that bright, but just enough to mess things up. That was a ball that the first baseman probably shouldn't have taken. That was a ball that would have been better suited there for Easton Schneider, but Austin Ford, I'm sure it goes in the air. He calls it, then all of a sudden it keeps drifting towards the middle of the field, drifting and drifting and drifting. And now we'll see the ball drop and make it a 6-3 contest. There will be an error because we saw the drop ball then thrown home and got away. So Redinger over at second base. And the first pitch to him popped into short left field. Here comes Pameran, and out goes the shortstop, and the play is made. And that'll be the end of the inning, but Carney able to get things uh, squared up here a little bit. Mark Price ran out and made the catch off the Griffin Novacek blooper into short left field. So Carney High is able to get three runs in the inning. They do that with three hits. There were a couple of errors, and we had one man left on base. Four complete here at Memorial Field. Papillion La Vista, six. Carney three. You're listening to Bearcat Baseball on ESPN Tri-City. When experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Dr. Blake, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Klingensmith at Carney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. All right, Doug Duda back with you here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Memorial Field, bringing you the home opener for Carney High. While Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home, don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. So Brody Arnold came out, had a great fourth inning, and then Carney was able to put some runs on the board. So after the three up, three down fourth, Arnold is back out there. Easton Schneider, Parker Wolf, and Jaden Mache. The first three up here for Papillion La Vista as they lead it by a score of six to three. And the first pitch, a fastball that sails away for ball one. Schneider struck out in the second and had a bunt single in the third. Pitch here is called strike. One ball, one strike. Top of the fifth, six three. All the runs were in that third where Papillion La Vista sent 11 men to the plate. Schneider waves the bat. The lefty waits. 
And the off-speed is fouled straight back, strike two. One ball, two strikes to the second baseman, Easton Schneider. Parker Wolf will be on deck. And then Jaden McShay, both of those guys have been on base both times that they've been up. Again, Arnold on in relief of Aiden Poppy, who went the first two and a third. Pitch goes outside. Renninger slaps it down. Nobody on, so didn't have to worry too much about it. In Hastings, Grand Island right now on ESPN Hastings. That's 92.7 FM and 1550 AM. Mike Will with the call of that one tonight. Two balls, two strikes, and he got him to chase one. Strike three. Got him out ahead of that off speed, and Schneider goes down on strikes for the second time in a ball game. And that'll bring up the right fielder, Parker Wolf. He walked in the second and singled in a run and scored the sixth run there for Papelia La Vesta in the third inning. So Parker stands in there. That's five straight retired now by Arnold. And the senior trying to keep it going on the mound to allow his offense to get back in a ball game as the fastball is up, ball one. Not quite an hour and 20 minutes into our ball game here. Again, we're back with you Monday for Columbus. Carney goes to Lincoln Southeast tomorrow in that makeup game from the opening day. Here's a foul ball right off the mask. Might have caught both the top of the catcher and off of Mr. Langen. But everybody's a fine. And it's one and one. To the right field of Mache. Brody Arnold fires it in there, and it's swung on and missed. Strike two. One ball, two strikes. One out, nobody on here. And a chance to get the punch out here for Arnold. And the one-two pitch on the way. Curve ball that broke a bunch but was out of the zone. Ball two. Two balls, two strikes to Wolf. Arnold a little bit like uh, Tanner Apgar. Doesn't really do a big windup. He just kind of throws out of the stretch the entire time. And the two-two pitch. Swung on and fouled back again. Two balls, two strikes. High School Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. Brought to you in part by Broadfoot Sand and Gravel and Hellman, Maine, Costler and Cottle. A big thank you to them and all of our fine sponsors. Once again, bringing you High School Baseball here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Coming set, Arnold will do the 2-2 pitch again. This time it's hit high in the air to center field. Foster started in, now drifts back. He's under it and makes the catch. So two up, two down here in the fifth. And that'll bring up the catcher, Jaden McShay. He was hit by a pitch in the second and walked with the bases loaded in the third. Again, it's not like Papio as the pitch comes in. Foul down the right field line and out of play. It's not like they're knocking the cover off the ball. It's just that Poppy had some control issues. And they mixed in some hits with their walks to have a big inning. It's 0-1-1. And Arnold comes set, takes a little extra time, tries the big curveball, and did he backdoor it in there? No. One ball, one strike. Nobody on, two out here, top of the fifth, Papillion La Vista six, Carney three. Carney eager to get back out there and 
Get Keegan Brand, Garrison Burns, and Caleb Larson up to the plate. Here's one swung on and missed. Fastball that sailed just outside. And it's 1-2 and two to Mache. If he does get on, then it's the number nine hitter, Mark Price. And we're ready to go. The stretch, the pitch way outside. Ball two, two and one. And the pitch. Swung on and miss. Strike three. And Mr. Arnold has settled her down. No problem. That's his third strikeout. And he's retired seven Monarchs in a row. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on base. couple of strikeouts in the inning. And we go to the bottom of the fifth. Papillion La Vista, six. Carney three on ESPN. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. And we're back here with you at Memorial Field. Carney High, trailing Papillion La Vista, 6-3. As we go to the bottom of the fifth, Keegan Brand, Garrison Burns, and back to the top of the order, Caleb Larson are the three men due up here. After they scored three in the fourth, going to try and continue to claw their way back into this home opener, this varsity game, the second contest of the year for Carney. Brand singled, had the only hit of the ball game up to that point in the first three innings for Carney, and was wiped out on a 6-4-3 double play. So he is one for one with an opposite field shot. The lefty takes the first pitch for ball one, and then he'll take a fastball for strike one. One ball, one strike. For the Monarchs, they're back in action four days from today. Saturday they'll be in action hosting Norfolk. And then Monday, they go to Omaha Northwest, Creighton Prep a week from today, Pius and Gretna at home at Southwest, all before the end of the month. Pitch up and in, ball two, two and one. And now low, ball three from Brett Holscher, who came out in relief of Tanner Apgar last inning. Finds himself down to the count, three and one. 
Holscher's pitch, way outside, tried to overthrow it. Ball four. And that is the first base on ball issued by Papillion La Vista pitching here in the ball game. And Carney gets the leadoff man aboard for the second straight inning. And it looks like we're going to have a pinch hitter for Carney. Checking into the ball game, Bo Scala. So Scala will stand in there. See if they keep him in the game or just let him pinch hit here. Burns grounded into the double play after fouling off a bunt attempt. Here's a ground ball right at second. Scooped over to the shortstop, back to first, but it's wide, and he's safe. That's where you go to the old baseball rule. You can't assume the double play, so he reaches on a fielder's choice. But he hit that right at Schneider, and had the throw been on the money, he would have been out by a couple of steps. But Scala reaches on the fielder's choice, and Brand is forced out 4-6. to six. And that'll bring up Caleb Larson. Hit the first pitch he saw to the first baseman, and then singled in the fourth, infield. Single in the gap between short and third. Pitch here bounces for ball one. Carter Lee on deck. 6-3 Papillion La Vista here in the bottom of the fifth, scheduled for seven innings on ESPN. And can't get much of a lead against the left-handed pitcher, Holscher. They'll try to bunt it, but straight back. Boy, he gets that bunt down towards first and second. He would have been easily safe. Playing deep. They drop the run at the first baseman back. But nonetheless, the count is even. One ball, one strike. Larson waits. They'll throw over to first just to check and see if he's going to square to bunt or not. Didn't bite on it anyway. Now ready to fire it home again. And the pitch. There's a beauty fastball in there for strike number two. One and two to the Carney leadoff hitter, Caleb Larson. Carter Lee on deck. Trying to get it going here again in the fifth. One on, one out. For the Bearcats, down three. And Holscher kicks and fires, and that's going to be a breaker a little low. Oh, Papillion La Vista liked it. The catcher, Mache, kind of, oh, did they, I guess they did call it strike three. The Carney people, I did not see Jimmy indicate the punch out. Okay. So the Carney people didn't like it as Larson goes down. On strike, so that is the second out, and now Carter Lee will stand in there. Carter called out on strikes in the first and got an RBI double into the short gap last time. Here he'll take one low, ball one. 1-0. Standing at first, Bo Scala. After coming in for Garrison Burns to bat. And the 1-0 from Holscher to Lee. Sails high. Ball two. 2-0. Two Doug Duda with you on KXPN Kearney. Newschannelnebraska.com, wherever you may be listening today. Sure appreciate it. Wind's kind of shifted again, now blowing out towards right. The pitch, Lee, blocked in front of the plate nicely by Mache. And it is ball three. 
Quinn Foster is on deck. Boy, if he can get Lee on base here. That really gives Carney a chance, albeit with two outs here in the bottom of the fifth. And the 3-0 Holscher. Lee takes it low, ball four. So a walk, a fielder's choice, and another walk. Worked around that strikeout. And the runners at first and second. Quinn Foster hasn't had the day he wanted a couple of strikeouts, but, boy, he can make up for it here with anything that finds the outfield grass. Scala at second and the speedster Lee at first. Holscher the lefty against the right-handed center fielder Quinn Foster and the pitch. Fastball in there, ball or strike one. Big moment in the game. Carney didn't do anything offensively in the first three innings. Finally got it going in the fourth. Now here in the bottom of the fifth, down three, the pitch. And he'll take it in there for strike number two. Good movement from the lefty Holscher after the four-pitch walk to Carter Lee. He comes right back with two dandies here to Quinn Foster. And the pitch low. Ball one, well placed. Tried to make him chase. Nolan Smith is on deck here for Carney. Two on, two out. Down six to three. And Brett Holscher comes set. And the one-two pitch. Foster takes high ball two. Two balls, two strikes. (laughs) Uh, Always fun to watch the fans from time to time. The 2-2 pitch now from Holscher. Swung on and hit deep to left field. That could be trouble. Back, back, back. And on the run, a nice catch is made by Isaac Pomeran. Foster gave it a ride, but just not going to fly far enough today. So Foster lines out to left, and Carney is denied. No runs, no hits. There were no errors but two men left on because of the walks. One strikeout, a couple of walks in the inning there for Brett Holscher. And we go to the top of the sixth inning. It is Papillion LaVista 6 and Carney 3. You're listening to the home opener for Carney High Baseball in 2023 on ESPN. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. When experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Smith at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. On ESPN, Hastings at Duncan Field. Hastings High has a 3-0 lead over Grand Island as they go to the top of the third inning. Here we go to the top of the sixth. And Brody Arnold 
on the mound again to start the top of the sixth. It's 9-1-2. Mark Price, Isaac Pamaran, and Tanner Apgar. And the first pitch grounded to third, and the backhand attempt of Caleb Larson gets right by him and into left field. Again, took the hop off the turf and a fortunate bounce there. Price will get his first hit of the baseball game. A leadoff single from the number nine hitter. And that'll take us to the top of the order. Isaac Pamaran struck out in the first, flew out to right in the third, and then had a little gap double the second time that he was up in the third. I mean, nothing that got to the wall. It just was enough in the gap that he hustled through. He squares to fake bunt and pulls the bat back as the curveball just sailed outside, ball one. So any kind of an insurance run right now was be what Papio would need. Again, everything happened in the third, all six runs with four hits, four walks. Carney got all three of theirs in the bottom of the fourth. And let's see if the leadoff Pamaran will bunt again after making that nice defensive play to end the inning. Nope, there goes the runner. Taking the pitch to throw down is a good throw, but stole that one. Mark Price, the first stolen base of the ball game for either team. And it's going to be ball two, 2-0 two oh, to Pamaran. And let's see, it will be in the on-deck circle. Apgar staying in to bat. Now we got time. Again, they replaced him as a pitcher. And now we're set to go with the 2-0 pitch. They're going to try to steal third. They've got him dead to rights, but can't pick him off. Oh, man, a good jump over there, but I sure thought a perfect throw or a good throw. And the throw was just a little towards shortstop, and Larson had to dive after it to keep it in the infield. And we did get a strike on the pitch. So it is two and one. Back-to-back stolen bases by Mark Price. You can tell, like we said, he's not the biggest kid, but he's got range over at short. He's fast. Now he's 90 feet away from scoring with nobody out here in the sixth. They're going to bring the infield in, and it's going to be ripped into right center field. Didn't matter where the infield was on that one. And a solid base hit to a right center field for Pamaran. That'll be his second hit of the ball game. Give him his second RBI. And it's Papillion La Vista 7 and Carney 3. But now Carney just wipe it out. Don't worry about it. Don't let anything else happen here. Get back to where you were. Those two stolen bases by Price were the difference. And got him in there. And so Apgar now walked in the first, walked in the third, flew out to center to finally end the third. He was the 11th batter of the inning. And Arnold checks the runner. He'll throw over to first. They'd already squared. Boy, that was actually a little closer than it should have been as Nolan Smith laid the tag on him. I think this square to butt might be more for effect than actually trying to utilize it, but we'll find out. Apgar, throw over to first again. That bounces off the turf and blocked by Smith. So Arnold had retired seven Monarchs in a row, but Price and Pameran back-to-back singles. And Arnold's pitch. Chopped at the plate. It's going to be a little roller out towards the mound, and they'll throw over to first. Pulled him off. 
Oh, man, that was a number off the end of the bat that started between first and the pitching mound. Arnold was chasing it. It kept spinning towards the first baseline. It would have not had enough to get foul. So he picked it up, went to scoop it over to Smith and pulled him off the bag, and he's safe on the air. And that'll bring up Jake Franks. That's a hard luck error, but now two on and still nobody out with a run across here in the sixth. Franks looking for his first hit. He hammered one to right the first time up, but was run down by Novacek, squares to bunt, and hits it foul. Strike one. So he's flown out to right. He walked and scored in the third and grounded out to first. So he's pulled the ball both times that he's put it in play. And always tough to cover that bunt when both first and third can't charge in because your third baseman, Larson, has to cover the bag. 0-1 to Franks. And the pitch. Swinging away, grounded towards second base. Nice play over there. They'll get the ball knocked down and keep it in the infield and throw it over to first base. Nolan Smith from Garrison Burns. Nice play over there by Burns. They pinch hit for him, but he stays in the ball game defensively and makes a beautiful play. On that wheel play, he was shading towards first to begin with just in case he dropped the bunt because Smith would have charged in to cover the bunt. And he did a full layout and scooped it up and forced out Franks. That is the first out. Runners now at second and third. And that'll bring up Zach Reyes. The designated hitter. Arnold fires it down the middle and ripped it right back up the gut. Base hit. One run will score. They're going to try and score the second one. They let it come through. Did he tag him? No. He missed the tag. And we're going to have an argument from Carney High. It looked like they were going to cut it. Then all of a sudden it came home. They're going to call time. We're going to have a discussion. Matt Connett would like at least... Jim Langan to ask his base umpire, but the base umpire was a lot farther away. (laughs) And it's going to be a two-RBI single right back up the gut for Reyes as Apgar was hustling home. And that will be three more on the board now, and Papillion La Vista has built the lead back to six, nine to three. Parker Ingram will check in there. The third baseman takes it in there for strike one. And I'm kind of with Jimmy on that one. It would have been hard to tell if he actually did touch him. It was not conventional because Redinger was out in front of the plate. He tried to sweep back behind him. There was no slide. Curve ball, outside ball one. It was just unusual. Nobody really outside of Redinger probably did what he was supposed to do there. But a nice throw from the outfield from Foster almost got him. And the 1-1 pitch now from Arnold. He was cruising along here until the sixth and called strike two, one and two. Looks like we got a pinch hitter in there I need to tell you about, so let's get that set up for you for Papillion La Vista. Now batting is Alex Eimig. And the one-two pitch, we're going to get timeout called. So Eimig in there for Ingram. And again with the 
liberal substitution rules. You can come in and bat and keep the other kid in there for defense. Curveball that he waits on and hits in the high left field. Coming in, coming in, didn't get a good beat on it, and the ball drops in front of Keegan Brand. He just didn't get off the bat that time. He just didn't get the jump. Wasn't sure how hard it was hit, and that was just flinging the bat out after a curveball that drops in for a base hit. And Iming will get the single, moving Reyes over to second. And that'll bring up Easton Schneider, the second baseman. He struck out twice and had a bunt single. Here he'll swing and foul it off the plate. Strike one. Already three in the inning across here for Papillion La Vista. They lead it 9-3 to three in the top of the sixth. And they've done it with just seven hits now in the ballgame, three of them here in this inning. And the pitch. A little low. And just ticked away to make it 0-2. So Schneider now down on the count 0-2, trying to avoid the third time he struck out in the game. Arnold could really use one here with one out and two on. Checks the runner at second. Not a big lead. Fires home. Strike three call over the outside corner to the left-hander. And the third strikeout of the ball game there for Schneider. And out number two here in the sixth. That'll bring up the right fielder, Parker Wolf. Nope, we're going to get a pinch hitter. And that is going to be Trent Levicki. He had been a courtesy runner a couple of times. So Levicki comes into the ball game. With two outs, and he'll hit one into right center field. Novacek over. Can't get it, and it's going to go all the way to the wall. And two more runs are in, and Levicki isn't stopping at second. He's headed to third with a stand-up triple. So Levicki, first pitch he sees, takes it into the right center field gap for the first triple of the ball game. Drives in two more. And for the second time this afternoon, Papillion La Vista will bat around. Five across here in the inning. That'll make it 11-3. Now you're looking at two things. Two more runs get you to 10, forcing Carney to score in the sixth. And now Jaden Mache, the catcher, with that bright orange bat that he uses, stands in there. Arnold's curveball drops in there for strike number one. He was hit by a pitch in the second. He walked in the third, and he struck out to end last inning. And Brody Arnold would like to have that happen again and get out of here. The pitch, fastball, swung on and missed. Kind of rocked back on a pitch that was over the outer half. And it is strike two. So 0-2. But the damage already done here in the inning. For Papillion La Vista, trying to go to 2-0 on the young season. The pitch, curveball towards right field. It's on the line, and it is over the first baseman Smith's head, but foul. So staying alive there, Mache fouled the ball off. Don't forget, at the end of our ball game, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, we'll have the final stats. Chat with one of the Kearney assistants, usually Matt Connett, but it could be Coach Redmond. We'll find out. And again, the 0-2 pitch here from Arnold. Fastball high. One and two. Price, who got the inning, started with a single and a couple of stolen bases and then ended up scoring, is on deck. 
And the one-two pitch, Mache pops it into right field. Novacek in, second baseman Barnes out, and he'll make the catch. So Burns, who had a nice play in the infield, gets another one here. But batting around is Papillion La Vista. They score five runs. I give them four hits. Carney did have an error, and there was one man left on base. So Carney needs some runs as we go to the bottom of the sixth. Papillion La Vista 11 and Carney High 3. You're listening to High School Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities and NewsChannelNebraska.com. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't forget soccer going on today. The Kearney boys are at home tonight taking on Lincoln Northeast. That gets underway at 7. The girls are on the road at Fremont. Kearney Catholics taking on Grand Island Northwest at home at this hour. Grand Island Senior High home against Columbus. Lexington's got York. And as we said on ESPN Hastings, the Tigers are leading Grand Island early on in their baseball contest. It was 3 to nothing at the end of the second inning. We'll give you an update on that here in just a little bit. But right now we go to the bottom of the sixth. Over at first base is going to be Tanner Apgar for Papillion La Vista. So he'll be over there and ready to bat here for Carney. Nolan Smith followed by Bryce Anderson and Ty Redinger. So Smith struck out and then singled in the fourth. And the first pitch to him is going to be outside ball one. It is still Brett Holscher out there in relief of Tanner Apgar, who went three and a third. On the left, he fires ball one, and then it's swung on and missed just on the outside corner for strike one. Smith, Anderson, Redinger here in the sixth, down 11 to three. And Holscher rocks and fires. Fastball going to be a little low. Ball two. Two and one to the Carney first baseman. Couple of defensive changes out there. We talked about the pinch hitters that came up last inning for Papillion La Vista. And the pitch. Fastball bounces off the plate and goes to the backstop. Ball three. So three and one for Smith. Holscher has been throwing strikes, but when he throws balls, it's like 3-0, then you get a 3-1, and then he gets right back after it. 3-1 fastball, swung out and missed, strike two to Smith. So again, looks like six strikeouts in the ballgame for Carney batters. 
out of the 15 outs. Yesterday, 12 strikeouts out of the 15 outs. 3-2. Swung on and hit the right field. Does it stay up? No. And then it takes a bad hop and gets past the right fielder. And around first, heading for second, is going to be Nolan Smith. And that is just nothing but good luck for Carney. A little bad luck there for Papillion La Vista. When we're playing here in about a month and the grass is green, you're not going to have to worry about that happening. So the right fielder, Isaac Pameran now, had been in left. Now he's over in right. And we'll tell you who's in left here in just a moment as we talked about some of those defensive adjustments. But first, standing in there will be Bryce Anderson, grounded to second and struck out in his two at-bats. Holscher checks the runner and brings the pitch home. Outside, ball one. Eleven to three, Papillion La Vista. And the pitch. Fastball low. Ball two. Mache still doing a good job of keeping the ball in front of him. Two and zero. Oh. Lot to ask, but let's see if Carney can get something going here. After the leadoff, double by Smith. The two zero. Oh. Swung on and pulled over Coach Redmond in the first base box. Got out of the way. Strike one, two and one. Ty Redinger is on deck for Carney High. Can finally tell you that the left fielder for Papillion La Vista is now Levicki, who had that triple last half inning. Two balls, one strike. The big lefty Anderson stands in there, and he'll watch one sail outside. Ball three. So it's three and one. Nobody on. Or excuse me, one man on. Nobody out here in the bottom of the six. But Papio put a five spot up here to take the lead back to eight. It had been six to nothing, then six to three, now 11 to three. The three-one pitch. He'll take it, but it is a strike. Three and two to Anderson. Smith at second. Redinger on deck. Then it'll be Griffin Novacek due up. Coach Brad Archer in the blue Carney baseball sweatshirt standing in a third base coach's box. The 3 2 pitch to Anderson. Chopped to the first base side, but foul. And it'll be do it over. Three and two. Game started off innocently enough. We made it through two innings, no hits by either team, although there were a couple of walks and a hit batsman that gave Papillion La Vista a chance. But they did not score any runs. And then they opened it up with a sixth spot in the third and have led ever since. Once again, the 3-2 pitch to Bryce Anderson. Swung on and nubbed towards short, just over the head of the shortstop and out of the left field for a base hit. And now runners at the corners. Mark Price made a play at it. It just had a little too much for the big man, Anderson, and that'll bring up a catcher in Ty Redinger. Runners at the corners and nobody out. Redinger struck out in the second, and then he towered that one in the air in the fourth. The ball was dropped, so he reached on the air. 
Going to see a courtesy runner. Well, this will be a straight pinch runner because you got a DH out there. And out there to uh, do the pinch running is Owen Fritzen. So Fritzen out at first base to run for Bryce Anderson. Signals being flashed around the infield by the catcher, Jaden Mashke, so they know what's going on. So Mache tells them what they want to do just in case they drop a bun or Fritzen takes off. Rediger, the catcher now ready to go. And the pitch to him, low and away and blocked well by McShay. So Holscher now starting to get a little bit all over the place, and it's ball one. This is the one thing that the coach for Papillion La Vista in Nate McCabe did not want to see happen. Holscher with a 1-0, fires it down the middle, and a swing and a miss, strike one to Rediger. One ball, one strike. Nobody out. Runners on the corners here in the bottom of the sixth, but Carney down by eight, 11 to three, and hit the road tomorrow for the makeup game at Southeast. The 1 1 pitch. Swung on a miss, strike two. 1 and 2. Kind of the same thing that happened last inning. Started with a possibility to get some things done, and then Foster hit one deep to left, but it was run down. Throw over to first. Nope, we got time. We got one coming out of the bullpen, excuse me. So they'll go over and chase that down, and now we're ready to go again. But it's one ball and two strikes to the Bearcat catcher, Ty Redinger, and the pitch. Fastball swung on a missed. Strike three. So the first out here in the bottom of the sixth, and that'll bring up the right fielder, Griffin Novacek. He's put the ball in play both times and doesn't wait around. Grounded out to second and then uh, flew out to the shortstop in short left field in Price. So Novacek gets ready. First pitch going to be low again. Tell you what, both catchers defensively have done a great job in this baseball game. Anything that's been low and when it pounces off the plate or the turf, it really takes a nasty hop, and they have done a great job of keeping it in front of them. 1-0 to Novacek. On the way, and that's going to be a fastball up and away. Ball two. 2-0. Two Keegan Brand is on deck. Again, Nolan Smith lined one to right that took a bad hop, gave him a double. Here's a pitch that's going to be low, below the knee. Ball three. And then Bryce Anderson nubbed one just over the shortstop's head to give him runners at the corners, and that's where we're at here with one out in the bottom of the sixth. Novacek ahead in the count, 3-0. Can Holscher fire the automatic? No, he can't. It's low and away, ball four. They're warming up in the Monarch bullpen and have been for a while. And I wouldn't be surprised to see Coach McCabe make a move with the bases loaded here. And here he comes. So, Holscher is going to be yanked here with one out in the sixth inning. He's able to give them two full innings of relief work, but Carney, down by eight, has an opportunity. The bases are loaded with one out. It's 11-3 in the bottom of the sixth. Papillion La Vista leading Carney. We'll tell you about the pitching change in a moment. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, Taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us. Specializing in you. 
It's Carney Baseball on ESPN. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Carney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Now powering the Nebraska trenches, tender, juicy, and delicious certified Piedmontese beef. Raised throughout central and western Nebraska, healthy Italian heritage Piedmontese beef is known for being the taste of real beef. Whether you're barbecuing for friends and family or gifting across the country, certified Piedmontese beef will delight and impress for any occasion. Shop local. Shop Nebraska. Shop online at cpbeef.com. Be powered by Piedmontese. Certified Piedmontese beef. Real Nebraska beef. Over at Duncan Field, Grand Island puts up a four spot at the top of the third to take a 4-3 lead from Hastings, which you can again hear on ESPN in Hastings, 92.7 FM and 1550 AM. The pitching change has been made. Trevor Antoniak comes in. So Antoniak checks in as the third pitcher of the ball game. He's a sophomore, and he will inherit a bases-loaded, one-out situation here in the bottom of the sixth. The good news is throw strikes, get put out. You've got an 11-3 lead. Doesn't matter if a couple of guys come in to score as long as you get the out. And it'll be Keegan Brand batting in the eight hole, the left-hander. Singled, had the first hit of the game with an out in the third inning. And then walked in the fifth, so he's been on both times. The first pitch from the right-hander is going to be hit slowly towards second. Scoop throw to the shortstop. He'll get just the force out. And a run will score on the fielder's choice for Keegan Brand and an RBI scooting Nolan Smith home. And forcing out Griffin Novacek at second base. So there you go, exactly what we're talking about. You give up a run, but you got two outs. That's a big one right there. And Garrison Burns will re-enter. Bo Scala pinch hit for him last time around and grounded into a fielder's choice. So runners still at the corners, but now two outs, 11-4. Oh, there's a step off. That's a balk. That's a balk. I don't think he stepped off. And that's exactly what happened. The pitcher made a move towards first and didn't throw it. And if he didn't step off of the mound and then do that, it's a balk. You can't fake to first if you haven't stepped off. And Jim Langan just being questioned over here by the home plate umpire or by the uh, coach from Papillion La Vista. And so what happens on the balk? Bryce Anderson will come in to score. And that will make it 11-5. And that allows Keegan Brand to go to second. And now we'll make that first pitch to Garrison Burns. Fastball swung on a miss, strike one. 
So two runs across here in the sixth, but it's still Papillion La Vista 11 and Carney 5. And an 0-1 to the number nine man, Garrison Burns, who made a couple nice defensive plays at second today. He'll wait on a changeup that stays high. Ball one. One ball, one strike. Somehow Burns gets on, then you flip the lineup, you get the top of the order up. Maybe you can chuck up two or three more. Let's find out. Antoniak comes set, fires. There's a good fastball over the inner outer half for strike two. One and two, Caleb Larson awaits on deck. Will he bat in the sixth or will he lead off the seventh? That's the question. Here on KXPN, Carney Odessa, Elm Creek, and the World Wide Web, News Channel Nebraska.com, one-two pitch. It sails outside. Good job, Burns, to let it go. He started to lean but just stayed with his body as that ball continued to fade away. And it's two and two with two outs. And Burns, the 2-2 pitch to him, called strike three. And down he goes, and Carney High will pick up two runs. They do it on two hits. I had no errors. We did have one balk and one man left on base. We go to the top of the seventh and final inning. It's Papillion La Vista 11 and Carney 5 here on ESPN Tri-Cities and NewsChannelNebraska.com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Bob here from B&B Carpet and Donovan. With all the changes in flooring, it's hard to know what to do. Come in and we'll guide you through the whole flooring process. Our entire B&B family is still here. At B&B, we are known for our knowledge and our friendly service. Please remember us when you're looking for flooring. Our customers say B&B, that's where we always go. Well, after a long sixth inning, Brody Arnold is back out there for Carney, trying to shut it down here and send Carney to the bottom of the seventh. But it is 11 to 5, Papillion La Vista. They scored six in the third and five in the sixth. Carney scored three in the fourth and two in the sixth. And we are ready to take you to the seventh inning. As always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school sports and Carney High baseball once again this year like Family Physical Therapy and Five Points Bank of Kearney. So the same place we started off last inning, 9-1-2, as the Monarchs sent everybody to the plate. That means it's Mark Price, Isaac Pamaran, and Tanner Apgar. 9-1-2, Price singled and then stole two bases and scored to start that sixth inning off, and he'll take a strike right here. No balls, one strike on the leadoff man. In inning number seven. Brody Arnold, the third pitcher of record and a big swing, excuse me, second pitcher. He replaced Aiden Poppy with one out in that big third inning. Swing and a miss, strike two, 0-2. Kind of pulled the string on him there a little bit. And now Arnold. Set in the 0-2 pitch. 
Fastball hit towards short. Carter Lee waits for it. Backhands it. Long throw across the diamond. Low, and it's an infield hit. And that's going to be one that they talk about needing to charge the ball by the time it got to him. And we know Price is fast because he stole two bases last time. It's going to be an infield hit. Carter had some defensive issues to start last year on some of his throws and then really by the end of the year was playing outstanding baseball. And even though the throw was low, he had already beaten it out. So two hits now for Mark Price, and that will bring up another lefty in Isaac Pomeran. Pomeran struck out in the first, flew out to right the first time he was up in the third, then had a little seeing double into the short right center field gap, and last time up singled and drove in a run in the sixth. The lefty waves the bat, waiting for Arnold. The pitch, fastball in there for strike one. One ball, one strike. Be interesting here. Price just kind of holding spot over there, probably with a six-run lead not going anywhere. His lead not near as big as last time, but you never know. Arnold checking him, not going anywhere, throws it into the ground. It's blocked nicely again by Redinger in the opposite batter's box to the left-hander in Pamaran. Two balls, one strike. Carney fans trying to give a little more encouragement here to Brody Arnold. And the 2-1 pitch, way outside, ball three. Three and one. Tanner Apgar, who started on the mound, is waiting on deck. He's been playing first base. Jake Franks would be after that. A two-strike single from Price to start off the seventh. Infield single at that. And the pitch, there's a good one. First strike two, taken all the way. Three balls, two strikes. Now you might see Price in motion with a 3-2 count. See if Arnold throws over there. A little bigger lead. And the 3-2 pitch not going anywhere, but it is going to be outside ball four. And so the first two men reach here in the seventh. And that'll bring up Tanner Apgar. Our high school baseball brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. And here comes Brad Archer to the mound. And it looks like we are going to have another pitching change here with two on and nobody out in the seventh inning. And they're going to just turn and hand it to the second baseman, Garrison Burns. Looks like he will be coming in to take care of the pitching. Our change brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. And moving over to second base, it looks like Ryan Knipping is going to go in and handle second base. While they make the pitching change, we'll take a break and tell you that it is top of the seventh and final inning, Papillion La Vista 11. And Carney High, 5 on ESPN. When experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing of Carney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blake, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Klingensmith at Carney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. 
For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. And we're back here with you at Memorial Field, trying to keep the score where it is right now. So Coach Brad Archer goes and gets Garrison Burns. Brody Arnold came in with an out in the third inning, and he'll leave here in the seventh without recording an out in the seventh and two men on. So three and two-thirds innings worth of work for Arnold. And he came in and did did the job. He gave up just one hit the first time he went through the order, inherited the bases loaded, and actually retired seven in a row before the sixth inning. And then Mark Price has led the sixth and the seventh inning off with base hits. So we will see Garrison Burns throw his first pitch. And as we said, Ryan Knipping then goes over to second base, and this one's going to be fouled right back towards the press box. Strike one. And that's all Coach Archer wants to see right now. Strikes. Tanner Apgar walked in the first, walked in the third, flew out to center the second time in the third, and then reached on an error in the sixth. The pitch. There's a one that's just outside. Good pitch, though. Good placement. Tried the corner and missed. And it's one ball, one strike. Two on, nobody out, top of the seventh and final inning. And this one's going to be low and away. Good job to put that backhand on it by Rediger because Price was about halfway to third and had to put the brakes on. Two and one. Jake Franks is on deck. Franks is 0 of 3 with a walk. So really this top part of the order has not been what's got the job done offensively. Pitch swung on and nubbed down the first baseline, but it'll be foul. And the runners will go back. Two balls, two strikes, two on, nobody out. Here in the top of this seventh inning. Trying to keep it at 11-5 to five just to keep a glimmer of hope. Again, Grand Island after three, leading Hastings 4-3. to three. And the 2-2 pitch. There is called strike three. He'd thrown one that had kind of sailed to the outside. That one didn't. It stayed over the outer third. And uh, Burns comes in and strikes out the first man he faces in Apgar. That'll bring up Jake Franks, the center fielder. Hit a pretty good rope into right center field, but it was caught his first time up, walked and scored in the third, grounded out to first, and grounded out to second. So he's putting the ball in play from the left hand, and... Boy, that ball slipped right out of the hands. And, again, a nice play by Redinger. Looked like he was going to throw the curve. And Garrison looked like he was throwing Plato on that one. He knew it as soon as he let go. Ball one. Papio on their way to 2-0. Carney 0-2 unless something drastically changes. Fastball inside. Ball two. 2-0. On a pretty nice night as it's turned out to be here in the Tri-Cities. And the 2-0 pitch. 
Fastball thought about it, and it's going to be ball three. Not enough of an offer to even appeal that. Three balls, no strikes. One out, two on here, top of the seventh. But Papillion already on top, 11-5. to five. They've only scored in two innings so far. The pitch. Low, bounced it in there. Ball four. So a four-pitch walk after the strikeout to Jake Franks, and that actually brings up the cleanup hitter, the designated hitter, Zach Reyes. Grounded into a fielder's choice in the first, doubled home two runs and scored in the third. Grounded out to short in the fourth and singled in two more runs and scored in the sixth. So he's got a four-RBI day going for him out of the four-hole. And he's got runners all over the place for him here in the seventh. The pitch. High. Ball one. So Arnold didn't have a lot of control problems. In fact, I don't even think he walked anybody. But, well, until here in the seventh, he had the one walk. This one's grounded towards third. Scooped up, thrown home for one. Turned down to first double play. Carney turns it. Five, two, three. Larson, Rediger, Smith. And that's the way you get out of a bases-loaded jam. So Carney high. With a glimmer of hope, at least, that was the highlight of the game so far for the Bearcats. And for Papillion La Vista, they managed no runs on one hit. There were no errors and two men left on base. We go to the bottom of the seventh and final inning. It's Papillion La Vista 11 and Carney 5. You're listening to Bearcat Baseball on your home for Tri-City Sports. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professional move and improve the earth for you. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. the last chance here for the Carney High Bearcats. As we go to the bottom of the seventh, let's go to the top of the order with Caleb Larson. And the first pitch to him, swung on and missed. Four strike number one. So again, due up, Larson, Lee, and Foster. Carney trails 11-5 to five as we go to the bottom of the seventh inning. Third pitcher, Trevor Antoniak in there. And he'll drop in an off-speeder in its 0-2. Larson grounded out to first, singled in the fourth, and called out in the fifth. 
And now down 0-2 to start the seventh. That one's way outside. Bounces, gets away from the catcher. And it's 1-2. and two. Carter Lee awaits on deck. So, needing six runs. Going to have to almost bat around. Let's see if they can get it started. This is how they started the fourth and got their three runs there. Here's an off speed that we get a check swing on, but it is ball two. Two and two to Larson. Again, not playing all that deep in center. Straight up in the corners. The pitch, fastball up. Three and two. So Larson, after falling behind 0-2, has battled his way back to a full count after starting that 5-2-3 double play to end the top half of the inning. The 3-2 pitch swung on and popped towards right. It's going to be playable, but in foul ground. They'll chase it. They'll chase it and can't get to it is Pamaran. Isaac had started in the left. Now he's playing over there in right field. So we'll do it again. Good battle up there for Caleb Larson. Again, Carney had just one hit yesterday. It looks like we got him for six today. When we're done, the new Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, final stats, coaches chat, and then the JVs will get out here to play as we say goodnight to you. And again, the 3-2 pitch to Larson. Swung on and ripped to left field, base hit. Threw him a strike, and Larson turned on it and gets a leadoff single here to start the seventh inning. The second hit of the ball game for Caleb Larson, and that'll bring up the left-handed shortstop Carter Lee. Called out on strikes in the first Doubled home a run in the fourth and singled in the fifth. And again, a couple of those doubles are just ones that got about three-fourths of the way out in the outfield, but they were placed well between center and either left or right, depending on which team we're talking about. The pitch. Fastball up and away. Ball one. As we're about 2.20 into the ball game here this afternoon. Lee. Relaxes the hands and the pitch. Fastball in there for strike one. And Lee probably waiting to make sure that he can catch a strike here. Work the pitch, work the count. Now ready to go, one and one. Larson's short lead from first. The pitch swung on and fouled straight back, strike two. Quinn Foster on deck. Three in the fourth, two in the sixth. The five runs for Carney, six in the third, five in the sixth, the 11 runs for Papilla La Vista. And Toniak brings it home, curveball out, two and two. Again, he was up 0-2 on Larson, and then Larson fought it to 3-2, fouled off a pitch and singled to left. Ahead in the count again to Lee, now two and two after the ball. And the pitch. Swung on and skied in the air. That's going to be into short center. Price backs up, backs up. The shortstop makes the catch. And that'll be out number one here in the bottom of the seventh inning. That'll bring up the center fielder for Carney, Quinn Foster. And he struck out the first two times up, and then there in the fifth with two men on, lined one to deep left field. But uh, going over to make the catch on the run towards the gap and hauling it in was Levecki. And now he'll stand in there. 
fact, I think it was still Pamaran at that time. And now he pops one down the left field line. It's foul, long run for Levicki. He is on his horse but can't get there. Not for lack of effort, though. And it's just a long strike for Quinn Foster. But I guess part of this is what you like is that after striking out twice, he's made contact now here and turned on the pitch against two different pitchers. Last time it was Holscher, now it's Antoniak. Short lead away from first for Larson. And he 0-1 pitch to Foster. Ooh. They call that a strike? I think so. It looked like a strike. Jimmy gives us the little late indication. It was so obvious that uh, it's strike two. 0-2. So Antoniak's getting ahead of the hitters. And the pitch to Foster. Just outside, ball one. Gave him a little bit of the benefit there. I'm sure Foster's knees buckled on that one. That was a great pitch right where you want it. Make him get after it. Make him make a call. Now the one-two pitch to Foster. That's farther outside and up, two and two. So kind of falling into that disease that you can get every once in a while, get up in the count and then start nibbling the corners. The next thing you know, you're not up in the count anymore, and that's what's happened here to Trevor Antoniak. Now it's two and two. Foster wiggles the bat. The pitch is skied in the air again, and that's going to stay in play. Might be foul. Looking, looking, who's going to call it? And it's just in fair territory for the third baseman, Parker Ingram, as he comes over. Excuse me, Alex Imig now playing third. Alex Imig is over there at third base, and he is able to make the catch on a ball that was in foul territory and kind of faded back between third and home plate. They sure didn't want Mache to have to try and make the catch. He was kind of doing a little dance out there. And Foster flies out to third, and we're down to the final out of the ball game, and Nolan Smith stands in. And the pitch to Smith way outside, backhand stop. They're not even holding the runner on at first in Larson anymore. Smith struck out in the second, singled and scored in the fourth, and doubled and scored in the sixth. So he's two for three out of the cleanup spot. And the pitch takes a strike, one and one. Again, Carney High goes to Lincoln Southeast for the makeup game from last Thursday tomorrow. Our next home game Monday against Columbus. And a 1-1 pitch. There goes the runner. Foul tip, but held by the catcher, so that is clean. We'll go back to second. What is he doing? Oh, no. He didn't know that he was going to be safe, and they'll pick him off, and that's the ball game. He heard the foul tick, so he headed back. They're going to have a discussion here. Hold on. Was time called? That is the only thing that could save Carney here. I think he's going to be out. Yeah, he's out. Caleb Larson just heard the foul tick, and so he started running back to first. He didn't realize that the ball was still in play, and that's how the baseball game will end, and Carney drops to 0-2. Papillion La Vista, 2-0, and again, if that's going to happen sometime, it just will happen in a six-run game, not a one-run game. So Larson will be picked off here to end the baseball game. No runs on the one Larson hit. There were no errors and nobody left on base. And that's going to wrap things up here from Memorial Field. The final score, Papillion La Vista 11 and Kearney High 5. We'll be back with the New West Post Game Show. Stay with us on KXPN Kearney and uh, News Channel Nebraska. 
Ben.com. My son Ben was very healthy when he was born. And then when he was 15 months old, I realized he had autism. I think all my encounters that I had before I met Ben were meant to be so I could be a better parent to Ben. It's definitely made me a better caregiver and a better advocate for all of my patients because I have a better understanding of the whole life and not just the little glimpse you get when they're in the doctor's office. I chose Mary Lanning because it had a great reputation and that's very much like a family when you work here. What I love most about my job is getting to know the different individuals and families and being able to see that I make a positive impact in their lives. I'm Susie Gregg, Psychiatric Nurse Practitioner at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Driving rains, unrelenting heat, ominous green skies. Whatever Mother Nature brings, it's no match for what you'll have thanks to Nutrient Ag Solutions. Offering agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you weather the storm, conquer today, and lead the field. Find your local crop consultant at NutrientAgSolutions.com. And over at Hastings, the Tigers have tied it up after four innings, 4-4 with Grand Island. So if you're looking for more baseball, 92.7 FM and 15.50 AM. Here the final is Papillion La Vista 11 and Kearney High 5. And this is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. And Carney uh, High will try again tomorrow when they head down to uh, Lincoln. And we're pleased to be joined here on the postgame show by Coach Redmond. And Coach, uh, it's a growing process. Uh, what? Let's start with what you thought was better today than yesterday. You know, I think Keegan there in the third inning, uh, getting that base hit kind of sparked a little bit of something there for us offensively. Um, and that, you know, has an opportunity for us to kind of spitball a little bit more hitting that way. So as the game progressed, the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, we started to see a little bit better approach with two strikes, at least put some balls in play yeah. that way. So that's the little things that we have to do moving forward. And that's something that we've been harping on. That's something that we've been working on in practice and things like that. And it's good to see that happen now. That's something we can build off. You take a look at the big innings. Obviously, they only scored in two innings. So you want to take the positive and say, hey, five innings, really only one of those that they have much of a threat. Uh, The defense was better today. Now there were a couple of infield singles. I'm sure that you'll be discussing with a couple of the infielders maybe about getting on the ball a little bit quicker. But uh, only one error in the ball game for you guys. And so that's another positive. Yeah, the positive uh, defensively there is obviously uh, taking care of the ball in the infield for the most part. And um, patience is that key word that Coach Archer keeps saying. And that's something that we got to 
keep in mind too. And there's there's a lot of growth from even yesterday to today uh, on both sides of the ball and on the mound. I thought we did very well. Poppy here on the mound uh, kept us in it there. Brody came in and kept us really in the game. So, you know, collectively, you know, we can't really dwell on that on the final scoreboard there, but kind of pick and choose some of the things that we can focus on. Yeah, one point again, Brody Arnold retired seven guys in a row, and then things uh, at shortstop. Price, uh, he impressed me from Papillion today. Yeah. I mean, he's not a big kid, but he's fast. He plays good defense. He got a couple of hits there uh, in his last two at-bats, and, you know, it's still a ball game uh, until we get into that sixth inning and they make some more things happen. Yep, and that's I'm sure that's what our Coach Archer's talking about down there is that, you know, we had we had our opportunity to stay closer in that game and we kind of let it fall through the cracks. So with it being day two, day two or game two of the season, um, those are things that, again, that we can, you know, pick apart and use those as building blocks as we move forward. Talk with Josh Redman here for another minute as Carney falls by a score of 11-5. to five. Coach, and he's talking for quite a while down there. It's early in the season, and I talked with him about this on the pregame. You don't, you, you might go hit in the cage. You might have a little walkthrough. But you're playing all these games this week, and when you start off like this, which hasn't happened very often in high school or summer league. Now, last year uh, it was a rough start to, uh, at one point. But what are the things that you have to tell them? I mean, I know a lot of that's going to be about keeping mentally in there. Um, you're trying to get your actual starters to do some great things before you, outside of the pitching, move some guys around. Uh, and you got to play again tomorrow on the road. Yep. And that's, that's a good thing about this week is, you know, we've been practicing for two or three weeks here. Um, kids are excited to play. Kids are excited to play at Memorial Field. And um, as we look at some of those good things that we're doing um, as far as in the game, in between innings, just having those conversations with them in between innings. Because it's easy for, these, for high schoolers to, to focus on, I just struck out or I just booted a ball. Yeah. But there's little things that we're doing well, and those are conversations that are happening in the dugout. A couple hits for Nolan Smith in the ball game, and Caleb Larson a couple of hits, and he made a nice play there to turn a double play to end that seventh inning uh, when the bases were loaded. Yep, and that's, again, that, those little things and being able to turn the page on what happened earlier in the game and making the small adjustments at the plate. Like I said earlier, I think our approach at the plate uh, later on in the game with two strikes is much better. Caleb, at the end of the game, came with two strikes, and he fouled one off and came down to first base and said, just keep your front shoulder on the plate. And he did. He had the line drive. And so there's those 